Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. For the most part of the football game, man, what an unbelievable atmosphere uh, to see Ball Nation show out the way they did. Um, from ball walk to, uh, to the stadium, to the atmosphere inside of the stadium all night long. Um, phenomenal to, uh, to watch and be a part of. Two good football teams. Um, played really hard tonight. Um, we came out short on the stick. Just talked to our guys in the, in the locker room. Um, just disappointed that... Uh, um, we didn't play smart enough, you know, and, and really in, in all three phases of the football game. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Tennessee Fan Talk with your hosts, Brandon Bird and the Duke. Today we have with us <laughs> future that 90s Vols fan guy, however it is we're going we're gonna to label him. Today he goes by... The missing, missing mustard. <laughs> Today's show, Vols defeated by the Rebellion, which is more than just the Rebels, as we'll get into, but defeated by Golf Ball Kiffin himself. Mm-hmm. I heard the missing mustard was caught at the, at the dicks off of uh, Peter's Road in Knoxville, picking up a dozen balls before the game. <laughs> Oh, man, so much to get into, guys. Of course, Tennessee is as relevant in social media as they have ever been. Um, A lot of negative, a lot of positive, a lot of, hey, we don't care uh, that that this happened. It happened because we're tired of getting dumped on from officiating. We're tired of, speaking of which, just we'll get into it. But, guys, the fourth down call. Has anyone actually looked and seen where the line judges were that made that call? Yeah, they were at Calhoun's on the river. Yeah, I think they were in, uh, over in West Tennessee somewhere. Yeah. yeah, they weren't even close to the line. Calling the spot from 15 yards back. And they're not young guys anymore. And... You know, vision impairment. I mean, unless they've all had LASIK when they were twenty. Maybe the SEC provides that in the in the in the you know contract the referee as, as salary. Official. Yeah, like like you an get, expense. You get like LASIK. An expense it. Yeah, we're sick and tired. Being sick and tired. You guys know where we've seen this group of officials before already once this year, right? Uh, Florida. No, Old Miss Pitt. versus uh, no, uh, Memphis versus Mississippi State. Mm. And we all know what happened there. <laughs> so, quick rundown. I didn't even get time to make the overlay. First off, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for the uh, 4,300 listens uh, for the uh, or views on the last um, show there on YouTube. We appreciate that very much. Please remember to um, follow us on your choice of social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, all that jazz. Uh, Only fans. Only fans. (laughs) 
<laughs> no negative comments here. We... <laughs> the uh, Volcast of this will come out. To, this needs to be changed. We actually drop these things out on Monday now, unless the show, this show here, unless we go way too long, and then we'll split it up into two of them. Quick little rundown. We do want to go through the game. We want to go over last week's picks. We're going to spend most of the time on the Vols because this guy's was one that they could have won. Of course, um, Vegas got it wrong, you know, saying that it was going to be upwards of 80 points scored in this game, which absolutely did not happen. Um, Vols, not great in parts of it, and other parts look good. At the end, Joe Milton needs to get the you-know-what out of Tennessee. If it's the last play and you have three seconds, do you not have a Hail Mary in the bag? No awareness, none. About turned around and ran right in to a defender. And then decide... He's got the strongest arms at Zeus. And then going to decide that he's going to run. My son could throw that. It's 20 yards. It's 20 yards. That is true. All he had to do was put it up and trust the receivers. We've done it before. Jawan Jennings, Josh Dobbs, Georgia. That was a Hail Mary. (laughs) Yeah, he he had to hail hail out of that. What's sad is that we, we were this close to winning the game on the play before. Yes. If you could slide a dime under Callaway's foot when he jumped, we would be talking about a completely different situation today. Um, I don't know if that's tired legs or or what, but man, I wish I, he could have gone up after that ball harder. I said the same thing. I said, you're six five. You're that big, and you come four inches off the ground. No, 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 no. You get higher. Yeah. Correct. Hooker, 17 for 26, 233 yards, only a touchdown out of that. Um, And, of course, no picks. The Vols' blessed defense gave Matt Corral his first interception of the year. Go Vols D. He was 21 for 38, 231 yards, two touchdowns. Guys, one thing that, that Duke said last week was that we had to have someone in the backfield, just spying him down, spying him down. And at times, we did that. And sometimes it was it was two. And one would go ahead and make the rush. The other would hold back. They were very well prepared to get a lead blocker in front of him on several key plays. And Matt Corral is just so, so dangerous with his legs. And if he's not careful, he's going to get hurt. I wish it had happened a week before they played us. He's going to get hurt carrying the Heisman home because he's yeah. so heavy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he he is definitely a Heisman contender. He was 30 attempts on the ground, an average of six and a half, 195 yards. He busted out a couple around that 30, uh, 32 being his longest. He hit his next best running back. This tells you how well we defended everybody else, just couldn't get a hold of him, was Parrish with 41 yards on the ground. I'd say I told you so. We all said the same thing, but those guys, those quarterbacks like that, they eat our lunch. Eat our lunch. Every they have time. for a long time. They all the way back again. Yeah, I don't know what I mean. Again, it, it shouldn't transcend, you know, different 
administrations and whatnot, but my goodness, I, I just it's the same song and tap dance routine. 195 yards out of the quarterback. Um, being there at the game, a lot of times, of course, everyone knows you get a different perspective than what you see on TV. Uh, there was a lot of holding, not to start the, the wine fest early, but a lot of holding out on the edge that wasn't uh, wasn't picked up. So, but yeah, he uh, he shook us, shook shake and bake. Definitely lots of non-calls, you know, that uh, – They're letting the boys play. They were letting the boys play. They were letting the boys play. Uh, quite a few non-calls, quite a few bad calls. Um, you know, Ole, Ole Miss gave up – well, I think they ended up a little over 75 yards in penalties. Um, you know, we, we didn't see – I think there was only one pass interference, and you would think – with two teams that like to throw that deep ball, we would have seen a little bit more pass interference thing. They just couldn't get time. I'm very happy for Tennessee's defense. They showed that they are strong. They were in the backfield a lot. Matt Corral was they just were. able to run up the gut and get away. For two teams that throw the deep ball, I would have liked to have seen the deep ball thrown a little more. I would have liked to have seen the deep ball. They just didn't uh, – neither team had time and – I wish we could have got a little bit better running. You know, they 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 prepared. You know, as as being one of the worst offensive lines, uh, I'm sorry, defensive lines. They prepared well um, for our run game. Yes, it showed. And missing. Like I, go ahead. Well, like I said before, we started the show. Hand up. I didn't watch most of the game due to wedding. But didn't I saw a lot of reports? Wasn't the Ole Miss receivers dropping a lot of balls? Oh, like couldn't crazy. Have, couldn't it have been a lot worse than what it was. It could have. It could have. I mean, you you give up that Valeus Jones <laughs> dropped the first punt of the game. I saw that. Uh, or punt or kickoff, whatever it was. I, I guess it, it was – I think it was a punt. punt. And, yeah, he yeah, stopped them three and out on the first possession, and then they dropped the punt. Muffed yeah. it, yep. Of course, I was not able to go, but missing Mustard, whom is missing his voice, how exciting was Neyland and how – it's been a while since it's been that crowded and that loud – could you even hear yourself think? It was definitely up there in the top five games I've been to personally. Um, we have not been back since 2018, so this was my first year uh, game to go in a few years. Um, it was up there with I, the loudest that I've ever heard, Neyland, 98 Florida, 98 Arkansas, 2015 Oklahoma. And it was certainly up there uh, with Oklahoma game as far as uh just the the decibels in your ear the inability to yeah like you said even think you know the whole place is shaking man when they uh when they came out with that uh the orange running through the tea and the lights low I mean I felt like I was at a rock concert it was it was great really good stuff and the duke attending a wedding still he's still wearing white <laughs> Look at that! I mean, Look at that! That is I'm, some, I'm just, that's something that '90s fan guy would love to have. We may have to trade off. Yeah, I mean, like you got. I mean, you have to go to a wedding with one of your best friends, right? You're not going to miss that. I mean, I caught the the highlights of it. Obviously, I'm glad I didn't see it. I, the part I caught after the wedding was us throwing stuff all over the field. Which, I mean, was I happy about it? Do I condone it? No. Do I get, <laughs> do I get it? Yes. I understand what that what they were mad about. I mean, I guess it really goes back to the the, brawl, the defensive touchdown turned turned down, right? Turned, you know, they didn't give us a touchdown. That's what I read. 
Correct. It it stems I mean, throughout the whole game. Yeah. Well, and, it's pro- it stems out for fifteen years. <laughs> and, that's, and, really, that's really where it comes from. <clears throat> and I get the frustration of the fans. Would I have personally uh, done it? No, I wouldn't have. No, you know, no. Uh, you know, if I had the family with me, I'd be trying to get out of Dodge. Um, which is yeah. which is why uh, non promotional here. I sit in the Tennessee Terrace. The kind of money that's spent right there uh, from the season ticket holders, they're not going to get in trouble. <laughs> you know, it's, we can just pop right inside and watch it all from the glass. See, I so just believe it or not, I used to always sit in the in the student section. If I was a student or not, I would still sit down there. Believe it or not, I did not throw anything at this game. Oh, I'm get calling that out it there first. I'm calling. Oh, that's the, that's the, that's you know disappointing. Yeah, we were behaving over an X3. Um, <laughs> I, I do want to congratulate the jackhole that got – or the, the uh, hero that got his first jackhole in one when he hit Joey <laughs> Flopwater over there with that golf ball. You, you think, uh, you know, little Penny Hardaway come down there and taught him how to – taught him how to hit well, the flop. I saw the, the also the replays of Ole Miss's basketball fans throwing stuff on the basketball court when we were playing down there. Oh, I, the, this is SEC fans. This is not any, Tennessee yeah, fans. No, this is any, SEC. The passion it, runs so much deeper in the SEC. If that happens at Mississippi State, Mississippi State fans throwing stuff on the field. If that happens at Alabama, last time I checked, Alabama got beat last week, and there was, what, a murder? I mean, that's not I – mean, <laughs> I mean, that's a little bit worse than throwing a golf ball. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, there's no telling how many people have been killed over the Iron Bowl put through the past few years. I mean, and what the name poison the tree? So, I mean, we're still nowhere yeah, yeah. even in the top five. No trees passed away uh, in the riot, uh, the Neyland insurrection. Um, no, honestly, guys, <laughs> let's, be, let's let's be for real here, okay? The SEC and all of those commentators, they owe us an apology because all we're trying to do is help those old Miss players out there. They were clearly dehydrated and they needed some water. And we, you know, we're just giving them as much as we could so that we could stop the cramping. Uh, yeah, a bunch of flop out there. They, they kill me with six that. Six hours long. And, and what they were saying. There's going to have to be a rule change. It'll be at our expense yep. yes. yet again. Just like Music City Bowl. Hey, I was at that game where they were throwing crap over my head. Uh, you know what they did there? They taunted the crowd just like they did last night. They so most certainly. To remember, there are 19 and 20 year old kids throwing crap at 19 and 20 year old kids. Mm-hmm. That is a 99.7 survivability rate of what happened last night. Okay. Yes. 99.7 of the percent of people are kids throwing stuff at kids. It's not, you know, there may be. One '90s UT fan guy out there that's 60 years old and throwing his best hail mary from you know TT up there, but mm-hmm. yeah, we can't allow ourselves to be gaslit by these people that are saying it's going to recruit hurting uh, recruiting. Kids no, it's not stuff, man. No, you know, those kids love that. Let's be honest, they love that. Yes, they're not going to go. Oh, oh my gosh, I'm I'm clutching my pearls and I'm going to go to um, Vanderbilt now instead of Tennessee <laughs> after what I saw in the game field last week. <laughs> No, they're going to say, "Wow, these fans are passionate. They're loud. They're hyper. This is, you know, this is this is where we want to go. We want to be in an environment where they they got our back so so much. Yep, through the thick and the thin, we got your back. Yep. 
Lane Train making a big deal about his golf ball. I love, uh, yeah, the the guy that hit him. That's great. He, you know, crying about his about his golf ball. I think the Lane Train needs to worry about getting his money back to the Knoxville Lexus of Knoxville. <laughs> by what I've, I've heard, I've seen the stories about that too. What do they do moving forward if a player goes down? You know. If the player is put back in two plays later and goes down again, at that point, which involves some record keeping, he sits out the remainder of the drive. And if it does it again, do they start charging timeouts? At what point and what do they change? Duke? Well, I think that's you know, a, maybe you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, that's, that's just a slippery slope. I don't know what you do because. I mean, how can you know? I mean, that's such a slippery slope because you don't want somebody to get hurt and really be hurt and think they're flopping. And I don't know how you tell that. You know what I mean? Unless they can review review the well, flop. No, but if <laughs> go but back if they're, to the review. But if that's why I say if they're really hurt, they're going to go off and they're going to stay off for a little bit. If they're coming back in two plays later, and and playing full force, and then the tempo builds up again and. They drop again, or the next drive, they drop again. Okay, at but, that point, I mean, at the same, we time, stop though, giving them it, free timeouts. We t- we I, start taking timeouts. I mean, I think the only way you can do it is if you have, say, three injuries in a half, in one half, regardless if. What y'all laughing about? Am I am I froze again? No, <laughs> no, it's on the screen now. <laughs> Oh, I can't see you. Never mind. Again. <laughs> but anyway, no. I, I, th- I think the only thing you can do is if you, if you have more than three injuries in a half, if they're real or not, past that it doesn't matter. The fourth one, if it's real or not, you lose a timeout. Yes. Or you lose if you're out of timeout, you lose a day. Whatever the case. Something. Be. Something. I thought about this a lot on the way home today. Um, I'm with you, Bert. I think you definitely got to look at taking them out for the entire possession. You do it under the guise of safety, you know, because everybody has to be safe before they leave their house every day. Uh, So we need to change up our way of life to keep things safe. And that includes these guys that clearly aren't getting enough electrolytes. And so, yeah, I mean, who cramps in 55 degree weather over and over and over again? Um, They were doing this at Arkansas the week before. They did. Uh, It's, you know, it's classless. Honestly, it's it's cheating. If we're being real about it, it's classless cheating. Um, I think you sit them down for for the, re- the remainder of the possession. Yeah, or maybe until a first down is is achieved um, and the clock is stopped, and then you can substitute that player and not the entire team. They're using also as a way to sub in everyone right. else right. in these situations too. Right. So uh, you know, put limitations on who's allowed to sub back into the game. Maybe just the injured player. And then, yeah, you sit his butt down uh, to seek proper medical treatment uh, and make sure that he gets that cramp worked out before coming back in. And and like you said, use that safety bubble. They're all about, you know, targeting and lowering the head. And and this gets me. Every time one of these comes off. When the defense lowers their head, they're automatically looking at targeting. When Matt Corral lowered his head and was diving last night into somebody, they say, oh, he's throwing a shoulder into him. No, he's not. He put his head down and went right into him. His shoulder didn't touch him. You know, consider the source, too. We've got 
sportscasters that are trying to tell us that our ears are hearing let's go brandon (laughs) (laughs) it's mad it's clown world so you know yeah i'm not going to be gaslit by jordan rogers (laughs) no i mean this is mr mr two-year vandy star this is pent up from 1997 when Lee Corso called us trailer trash. That's what it is. Mm. Was it 97 or 98? It was, anyway, yeah. it was Chris Fowler, and yeah, yeah. It's I thought it was Lee Corso. Forever. I thought it was Lee Corso. It's Fowler. Oh well, where's he at now? Same. Huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fixing to retire. Let's go through the remainder of last week's results. We're 20 minutes in. Of course, uh, we all three picked Arkansas to beat up on Auburn, Bo Nix and company. Uh, Turn that one around. You never know what you're going to get with that guy. I tell you. You never know. This guy's favorite. (laughs) I mean, you got to give credit where his credit was due. He did throw a dime on that game. I saw the highlights. He threw a dime. We all three missed that one, 38-23. Uh, we all three picked Florida as well in the Florida-LSU game. And, uh, of course, LSU come back and winning that one, 49-42. And um, I didn't know this because I haven't paid attention to any news today, but as soon as we get on here and start our uh, pregame talk, our pre-show talk, go ahead and hit it, uh, whoever, whichever one of y'all that said it. I, guess, I, think, it was, I think it was Adam. He gone. He be gone. No Biggest more. fraud in the SEC, gone. No more cooking the gumbo. He out. <laughs> uh, he'll he'll be uh, he'll be defensive lines coach at Alabama next year. So. <laughs> Comment online. We have figured out how to handle this. If you are caught faking an injury on more than one occasion. You get a shocker by Shaq. <laughs> who, who is this guy? <laughs> who, who is this Dustin Powell guy? <laughs> Ooh. There's a whole bunch of Ole Miss players walking Bro. really weird <laughs> there on the side. <laughs> a hottie toddy. Looks like a hamstring. A <laughs> bunch of hamstring injuries. Oh. <laughs> The uh, hey, we finally got one right. The third game, Texas A and M over Mizzou, thirty-five fourteen. Who rod Texas A and M, and then the uh, we all three, of course, picked Georgia with their defeat over Kentucky. I was so happy to see Kentucky take a conference loss. I just wish it would have been to someone like uh, Vanderbilt or South Carolina or someone that you know wasn't in the top spot. That's probably going to be their only conference loss all year. Let's just be honest. No, nah, Tennessee has has a chance to beat them. Oh after you are se- no, no, no. After seeing last night and how positive, yeah, everybody's hurt. How, Booker, he hurt. How seeing? Well, that's yeah. Maybe he. I think all second string plays next week, and we'll get into that. Except Harrison Bailey plays over Milton. See, yes, yeah, Milton. Take off the orange. Get out of here. I don't. I don't hold nothing. Milton is a great quarterback at JUCO level. Um, I I don't hold nothing against him. He didn't do it. I mean, it was not his fault at all. It wasn't his fault. This just. Oh, you gotta, you gotta be more heads up on that last. No, I, I mean, I agree with that, but you can't put that on him. Like, I mean, 
You can. I don't want to put the game on him, but you put that play on him. He put, yeah, that, yeah, no, you no, put that right. Yeah, the game's the not going team. on him because the previous play they, they should already won at that point. Uh, Vanderbilt, South Carolina, the toilet bowl dubbed by Missing Mustard last week. South Carolina pulling it out, twenty-one twenty. <laughs> Who'd they beat? Vanderbilt. Oh. I didn't watch it. And uh, so we, we got that one right because we don't pick Vandy the rest of the season. ETSU Al- beat him. Al- I'm not, that's just what I always say, ETSU beat him. <laughs> Alabama, the closest score that picked on Alabama. Let's see, I had 35-14. Brad, 42-14. Pretty close. And 55-7. Nice. Y'all are right there together as far as – Numbers go. Thank y'all both. We play pro- we play prices right rules. Yep, yep. Both both we y'all don't. get. He <laughs> went over, so it's your win. <laughs> close to the actual price without going over. Oh, and of course, Brad picked Ole Miss for the win. Although you did pick fifty six to thirty five. I know, I know. We all had fifties on this game, uh, as did the rest of the country. We weren't thinking fifty total. Sorry, I, mean, I have to go. Whatever, there, was, there was a safety. There was a safety. <laughs> they but, didn't want to let us have it. It took long enough to get it. It, but it did. Well, wait a minute. We got to see how if this can be uh, overturned somehow. This, you know, the, these guys make fifteen thousand dollars a game. Fifteen thousand dollars. I was screaming at the top of my lungs that I'd do it for fifty k a year. <laughs> did you hit him with? The, did you hit him with the oldest oldest joke in the book? Say, hey ref, get off your knees. You're blowing the game. That's the oldest, oldest one I in the book. I have never heard that. You've never heard a – come no. on, man. No, never heard I, I was screaming for a uh, old Miss to open up a hospital, though. Or a mm-hmm. bunch of blind zebras, calling them blind zebras. That's another mm-hmm. one, too. In the East, you have Georgia still 5-0, and Kentucky 4-1. and Tennessee holds the third spot, 2-2. Two and two. Of course, these are all conference wins, 2-2 two and two conference. Florida – Two and three, South Carolina one and three, and who would have thought Missouri at the beginning of the year would be sitting zero and three in the conference with Vanderbilt, tied for the cellar. That'll be that's gonna that's gonna be the toilet bowl game, Missouri versus Vandy, tied for the cellar in the West. Alabama three and one in the conference, followed by old uh, by uh, Auburn. I'm sorry, two and one tied with Ole Miss, two and one, LSU two and two, A and M two and two. Mississippi State one and two, Arkansas one and three, and everybody was hot to trot for Arkansas. They were, they were, and sitting in the cellar, sitting in the cellar, made a made a couple uh, key uh, non conference wins, and I mean, uh, you, you can hit them with uh, they hit they're in the slaughterhouse. <laughs> See what they did there. <laughs> so or the smokehouse or the smokehouse sausage house. Mm-hmm, Cook, mm-hmm. They got their bacon cooked. We could, yeah, do, mm-hmm. we could do this all day. Um, they got their they got their, they got their feet pickled. They're hog. <laughs> they're hog. They're we- jack, they jack their hog's jaw. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all again for listening to the show. Remember, the podcast ver- comes out uh, tomorrow. Be sure to uh, share with your friends. Of course, if you've watching this you've watched the show and you don't want to listen to the podcast but you can always share it get it out to your friends it is on any platform that 
is out there, whether it's Stitcher. People go, what's Stitcher? CastBox? You know, I'll throw out the unknowns. It's not just not just Google and Apple. I've never heard of either of those two, if I'm being see? honest. See? 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 intro here we'll see y'all next week go balls b-o-l-s flatten the tide flatten the curve